most of the people that tack that on there oh goodness don't mm, even get me started yes it's a mess. we're gonna get in so much trouble crazy. with this well <laughs> it's it's a Around the world, as promised, a remnant remains who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Welcome to Remnant Podcast. All right, so Kaya came up to me a couple of days ago, and she was just talking about something that she saw, and she said, you know, Mother Nature, and kept talking. And I said, I know you don't know where that even comes from it's just a term she's heard and i said but me and dad don't say that and it's not that it's a bad word and it doesn't mean that you know you're not in trouble or anything but i just want to explain to you why we don't say it and where that comes from Mm -hmm. and so then i thought about maybe having a little bit of a discussion about some of the very common sayings that maybe people don't know where they come from or whatever for one reason or another they just rub me the wrong way or rub you the wrong way, and we actually have reasons behind it, you know? Mm-hmm. For example, Mother Nature. For example, nature. I don't even like the saying, rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You just, you're springing these on me. Okay. okay. Yes. Mother Nature. Let's start with that. Um, Mother Nature, and I. this is the way I explained it to Kaya, but, you know, Mother Nature, Father Time, where those even come from is really an ideology that life comes from nature with enough time basically you know mm-hmm. nature being mm-hmm. yeah you give nature enough time you give and there would in their way of framing it would be you give mother nature mm-hmm. enough time with father time and they will create life Cre- exactly but see a lot of people don't know that and it's very innocent from a lot of people when they say things like oh you know look this is mother nature at her fi- at her finest you know or something like that and they're believers. They're Christians. They just, it's yes. a, just a phrase in their mind. And so it's not necessarily, it's just something that I personally don't say. And I know you don't say it. And there's, I think if people kind of knew where it come from, they might not even choose to say it. But it's not, you know, I'm not picking a fight here or anything like that. It's just. Right. Yeah. That's, I was actually about to say something too about that. I, I honestly wouldn't even care if people said it other than here, here's the, you know, take it with a grain of salt if you want to i'm just telling you the truth and i I don't even mean it judgmental most of the time honestly if i'm sitting in a group of people and they say something like that i just overlook it i know they don't mean what the other people mean however we need to think about something the personification which means ascribing life and personality Mm -hmm. to an inanimate object is the foundation of idolatry yeah i mean if you get real deep into it that's (laughs) <laughs> okay, now, I know that the people that say, well, Mother Nature sure is vicious or whatever, right. they don't mean that in an idolatrous right. way. However, there is a huge group of people, a huge group of people that do actually practice Mother Nature idolatry. What yes. they would, you know, they, earth worship, I mean, the Bible says it. They yes. worshiped and served the creation yeah. more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. So... So there are people that do mean it that way, so which is why it's do important. Mean it that way, which is the only reason it's important. It's not the only reason, but it's one of the reasons it's important for me, mm-hmm. the Christian people. Man, let's just abandon the saying "Mother Nature" because nature is not our mother. Right. We are created by God, not nature. And that leads me into another one that you've brought up: the saying "Ignorance is bliss." That's stupid. <laughs> 
<laughs> ignorance. I don't is... want to come across harsh, but ignorance <laughs> is, you know, in certain situations, maybe. But most of the time, I'd rather know the truth and deal with the truth. It's a false bliss when mm. the bliss is founded in something that's not true. Mm. And so, and and now in a way, there is some truth that I'd rather not know because I can, you know, go on about my day, especially if these things are all external and they don't really apply to me, then I don't want to know them. So there's a great weight that comes with knowing things that's unnecessary for you to know. But ignorance is bliss. That's not really true i look at it like on a personal level with something like a medical condition you know if it's there's so many different possibilities here but if it's a medical condition that you can't do anything about you know i can see how someone want to take that avenue when i think of ignorance is bliss the way that it doesn't set well with me is more in the in the aspect of world leaders thinking that of the people that they are supposed to be representing or the people that they're supposed to be really protecting in a lot of ways. You know, the government officials, um, when they treat the people like, well, ignorance is bliss for them, like we are just not capable of handling the magnitude of a decision or something like that, I think that that's terrible, you know. Right. Mm, I agree. And you made me think of something, too. The Bible is our ultimate authority. For, for you and I, we're believers, and we believe the Word of God is the Word of God. And it always paints ignorance in a negative light. Mm-hmm. And when it, begins, when it begins to use spiritual words, it uses words like darkness. And if you said it that way, darkness is bliss. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, And it, the Bible always paints truth and understanding and light in a positive, that truth is light and understanding is light and knowledge is light. And so mm-hmm. your application, though, it says in the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, like you was talking about the politicians and all that, and they count on your ignorance. Yes. To yes. imprison you while yes. you don't know what's happening. Right. And the ignorant... And I don't mean that like I'm just saying in the scenario. Ignorance is not stupidity. It's not stupidity. It just mean it literally means no knowledge. Right. That's that's what it means. Well, it, it actually unfortunately means a little bit more than that. It means intentionally no knowledge, ignoring. You're you're ignoring something, and so it's true you don't know it, but you you're like saying I'm not going to look. You know, and the Bible says many times I would not have you to be ignorant. You know, do not be ignorant on something. Mm. Don't ignore it. And, uh, well, anyway, I don't even want to get into all that. But, yes, the the world leaders depend on your ignorance. They depend Mm -hmm. on you to just continue ignoring it because it's something that seems too big for you to try and take into into view or too heavy or whatever. Well, that's what they want you to think. But it's really not. It's It's just that once you take it into view, you're going to challenge their motives and their direction. Yeah, and that's that's why I say it's a false bliss. Sure, as long as you don't know something's coming your way, you can go about life as usual. Mm Mm-hmm. But in the end, you're going to say, man, I wish I'd have known. Man, right. I wish I'd have done something. So, yeah, that's another saying. Go ahead. What else you got there? So, the next one that I was going to bring up, and if you have any, you know, interject any time. But this one is only problematic for me because of what people mean when they say it. It's not in and of itself negative. Girl power. Mm. What people mean when they say that, though, is really less men. 
less manpower, you mm-hmm. know, or emasculating men. And it's it's not really it's gone from celebrating the strengths of women and girls and the you know the things that make them beautiful and unique and special and needed it's gone from that to now this idea that you don't need men which is totally untrue and so like when my girls we get shirts or dresses you know and they have cute sayings on them and stuff i don't buy the stuff that says girl power only because it's not that i don't think girls have a strength to them it's not that obviously i mean i'm a woman and i know that it takes strength to be a good woman but i just know the message that it carries now and i don't agree with that message it it is certainly a propaganda message and whether people want to believe that or not it is loaded what i'm saying is the message is loaded with meaning Mm mm-hmm and it's the meaning is not just girl power. It's right. girls more powerful than, you know, yes. like girls should be. We don't need men. Right. Which is so that's, untrue. That's kind of, yeah. So and t- it really is loaded. Now, I know that somebody here and you say that for the first time might be like, oh, come on. I know. It's not that. It's it's about, you know, encouraging up the girls and building up the little girls and, you know, teaching them. I think them maybe originally, you know, that's how I could have seen that be the case. But. I mean, look at the movies, look at the TV shows, look at all of the fight scenes that now it's women beating up men. I literally watched a movie not too long ago where there was a robber coming in and the man hid in the bathtub while the woman said, let me go fight him. And she went and fought the intruder. <laughs> it really is. It's upside down from what from what the uh, Bible teaches us. And, you know, again, if they don't accept the Bible as a worldview, then they're probably going to accept the girl power worldview. But when we accept the Bible as our worldview, it's upside down. And the fact, and again, if you're a Christian and you accept the Bible as that's what gives you the truth of the world that you live in, if you accept that, then you're only left with one conclusion. When you see something that is completely antithetical to the biblical message, you say you must accept, okay, so there's a spiritual agenda here. Because this is literally completely the opposite of the biblical direction that God would have us to go. In today's time, of course, we live in this very liberalized, what's so-called progressive, Babylonianish world. But I don't care about that. I'll take to the stand. I called to the stand before the court 6,000 years of human culture. Women and men fall into, because of nature, a natural position. Women have played huge roles in the lives of men. It's not that. Mm -hmm. Women have played exceptional roles in changing the course of history moments of pure heroism heroes so to speak courage carrying on feeding troops all nursing all kinds of things but even counseling their husbands and like the proverbs 31 woman she's a counselor to a politician essentially i mean she's counseling her husband at times she's saying this is my advice this is my two cents and women definitely know more about women than men do they understand women and that's important to have that insight and so it's not about downplaying it but I, I, like i said are women is it really in their heart to rule the world no what? no it's not and is it really in their heart to they want to go and be the frontline soldiers and they want to fight the wars and they want to take the bullet to the chest for somebody no that's not really what they want to do and you know is it really in their heart to hear a thief in the night knock on you know or banging around and them to say honey you stay right here i got this no no, it's not it's not it's not it's so it's upside down it's propaganda and it's a very dangerous thing too honestly is more dangerous than i'm gonna say 99 percent of people who hear that and see that even really understand i agree it is very dangerous 
I mean, the Bible itself, I know we're going to go to the next one, but the Bible itself frames up and justifies and defends the biblical role of men and women all the way back to the garden and Satan attacking women, basically, targeting women. And I believe a woman in a power position like that, she's very, very targeted and under attack. And, you know, I mean, it gets into a whole other thing. Okay. Well, what that kind of leads into this, your truth, do you? Ugh. My truth, you have your truth. Oh, man. I know. Which we don't, these are all individual topics, you know. I was really just saying are. some of the sayings that that you're not going to see me use, and I'm hoping to teach my children not to use, and the reason we don't use them, because there is no such thing as relative truth i mean there's not that's right there is absolute truth mm-hmm. and that's again a whole nother podcast and the person that would say that you have your truth and i have mine mm-hmm. i would say is that true right and they would say well yes it's true and say is that absolutely true and they'd say well yeah it's absolutely true and i would say well that's not my truth right and so if it's and then it, slap it, them it in would, the face and let them tell you that that's wrong <laughs> yeah why yeah. is that wrong is yeah. it not wrong to me yeah, well, what truth. I mean is that the minute they try and defend that what they have said is true, they will undermine that what they have said is true. Yes. Because it is literally an, it's a, an un- untenable position to hold mm-hmm. the minute it's challenged. Yes. It can only exist in the mind of someone who has no understanding. And so there is no such thing, my friends, if you are listening to this, which I doubt there's going to be very many, but there is no such thing as your truth and my truth. There is just truth. Right. Exactly. And by definition. By definition. If you can say you have your opinion, I have mine. I agree right. to that. Yes. You have your view and I have mine. I agree to that. But you have your truth and I have mine. Wrong. Right. That's not the definition of truth. Exactly. I agree. So, yeah. doesn't matter that, if I agree. It's the truth. That is the truth. <laughs> right. It is the truth. And the Bible defends mm-hmm. that. The Bible absolutely defends that absolute truth exists how do we know that absolute truth exists i mean if you want to if you want to get in this conversation with someone one day let me give you a little help here god is absolute god and the bible says god cannot lie god who cannot lie and if god has spoken it it is absolute truth right and you can stand on it and it by the way it'll always prove itself to be true They will entrap themselves yes. when they go against it. So, my friends, absolute truth exists 100, 100%, man. 100%. And there's no such thing as your truth or my truth. There's the truth, and we're all, we need, we should all be migrating toward that point of right. truth. It mm-hmm. should be bringing us together with this understanding that there is a point we're all trying to achieve. Well, the next one that we came up with was. Oh, are you going to jump jump to this one? I couldn't decide which one we I should go I want you to jump with. to that one, and if we can, we'll go back to that. But I want okay. to hear your thoughts on, in Jesus' name. Yes, <laughs> I put that one, because that is a saying that, again, in and of itself, is not a bad saying, in Jesus' name. You know, like, well, the three words right. and, are not bad. Right, but the way people use it, and what it has come to mean for people, is has become just completely unbiblical, untruthful, and and even in, in times blasphemous, honestly. But it has become what it makes me think of, if you follow me just for one second here, is it has become 
a spell casting phrase. Yes, that's like, what I was going to say. Okay. Almost witchcraft like. It is. No, not almost. It is witchcraft. They say what they desire and then they tack on in Jesus name and all of a sudden it's like saying they think that there's power in like it. It's like saying all of this in abracadabra. Yes. It's like it's like the abracadabra you know version for for people that are involved in this that want to appear pious or religious right yes yes yes. and they don't even think about it as being witchcraft they do not think about it that way at all because they think well i'm not a witch and i have no part with evil or whatever but now think for a second witchcraft doesn't mean you're a witch it's a craft it's an art it's Mm -hmm. a so-called art it's a it's a way of thinking it's a you know so what i'm saying is you don't have to be a witch to be be partaking in witchcraft Mm mm-hmm it's just a name that we put on a system of behavior and thought and philosophy. I have seen people literally on a personal level, not these mega preacher type. I'm talking about people on a personal level where they will say things that are actually completely unbiblical. I mean, completely against the desires and the commands even of the Lord. And they will say it and say, in Jesus' name. And it's like, they think that because they say in Jesus' name that this is a religious, a faith, a belief hmm. in, but that's so in wrong. good and in right. But it's so wrong. And they don't even see the contradiction. I mean, they really don't. I don't think. I think there are some people They're who are actually using the Lord's name in vain. But they that, don't that, see that that They that don't way. see it that way, but that is what it is, and I can prove that to you in five yes. seconds. Again, maybe. this is a whole podcast in and of itself. But, yeah. but yes, I've... In Jesus' name has become a a saying that is not what it's supposed to mean. It's used totally opposite and totally differently, right. un- unfortunately. Yeah, it used to be this whole phrase comes from when you're doing something that this person told you to do. They yes. sent you. Like they were sent by jesus and so they would say i come to you in the name of jesus yes or like a king used to send a messenger to another king and and he's an ambassador in a sense in that role and he would say in the name of the king of england i pronounce to you you owe this much tax or yes whatever. but it wasn't him commanding the tax no, it's not it him was the king's command that he was bringing that's right if it wasn't previously if like the king hadn't said go and do this in mm-hmm. my name yes under my authority exactly. under my seal my power if that guy just went and done it on his own... Then it wouldn't be in act- the name of the king. No, it's not in the name of the king. And when the king finds out he's been done it, he's going to hang him. Yeah, he's going to... Because he's, exactly. he's, he's doing stuff under the so-called authority yes. of the king, but the king didn't give that authority. Right. And that is... And that's what people do in yeah. the name of Jesus. And that is... It's a sense of like spiritual treason. You know, the reason that we say when we baptize someone in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is because that's what Jesus said to do. Baptize them in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Ghost. Yes. The reason that we ask the blessing and end by saying in the name of Jesus is because that's what Jesus taught us to do in his word, that all creatures of God are good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving and prayer. And so it's because Jesus taught us to do that that we say that at, in, right. at the end. It's like... It's just—it's really just a, a confession or acknowledgement that I'm doing this by the command of Christ. Right. But Jesus Christ didn't command you to do most. So most of the people that tack that on there. Oh goodness! Don't mm, even get me started. Yes, it's a mess. we're gonna get in so much trouble crazy. with this. Well, <laughs> it's, it's a mess. And so the last one that I come up with was I feel like because. People use that for, instead of the word think, like you've said before, instead of the word think, it has now become the word feel. I'm trying to think of a really good example that kind of 
drives the point home that we're getting at. But like, if you said is is Ford better than Chevy, they'd say I feel like Ford is better. Right. This, this is wait. This is a question of thought. Yeah, you gotta say I think Ford is better. This and and this is why. Yes, it's not a feeling. Right. Yes, <laughs> it's and a thought. Exactly, and that the reason that's important is because it has really catered to the way people, well, society is nowadays, where a lot of decisions are based on how does it make you feel, the emotion of it, the sentiment, and all this stuff, and really forsaking thinking through things and it's and yes and let me back up just for a second because what i was going to say is for young people that may watch this they don't understand i'm they didn't see it happen i'm 41 right. i saw it happen my friends up until the time i was 20 we never said stuff like well i just feel like the bulls are going to win right. we would say i think the bulls are going to win i think yes. they got a better team i think their coach is doing a good job i think you know michael jordan whatever now they say well i just feel like their coach is good and i feel like you know michael jordan is one of the I feel i feel i feel yeah. i feel i just feel like i feel, I feel like, like four, i should I feel take like two this plus job. two equals four well i feel like it equals five now here's that brings me to my point right. not only does it cater well, what it does is it says we're going to put feelings over thoughts when really thoughts should rule feelings. Feelings should not rule thoughts. Yes. So it turns that upside down. But then it also gives you a trump card. Yeah, that's, that's just how, how feel. I feel. And that's how I feel. And like now if you say something that goes against how I feel, you're hurting my feelings. Yeah. And so you, you keep your thoughts and your truth to yourself because yes. my feelings are higher than your thoughts. And, and you, it feeds the whole, that's your truth. And this is my truth. Right. And it's you can see connected. how it all builds. It is all connected. It really is. The I feel like movement come with the I, I have my truth movement. Exactly. But the way that they word it, it's it's a feeling. It's in my heart. I, this is just what I feel. This is what's in my heart. Well, it's like, well, now if I disagree with you, you you're going to take it as an attack on your person, on yourself. Yeah. But it's not. I'm trying to deal with the content of what you said. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to deal with it with my thoughts, not my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, we're gonna be so hated. yeah this is not gonna be our most popular <laughs> it's okay because it is important though yeah. and there was actually one up here that was connected to ignorance is bliss which is another way people say that is what you don't know won't hurt you and that's obviously not true what you mm -hmm. don't know most of the time is the thing that's hurting you yes and the not knowing it you, you need to know it and, and another one that i didn't put on here and i oh yes i did right there have no regrets the only reason it's good to everybody wants to have no regrets but Again, the way they want to have no regrets because they did right. Right. <laughs> what they but, mean is do wrong and don't regret it. Yes, and they just again they mean to have no regrets. Take every opportunity that comes your way and pursue it, and that's just the way to have the most regrets is to just do everything that lands in front of you, and that's just not the case. Again, it's taking away from thought and go with feelings, and you know. Uh, Anyway, ha I really like what you said. I really do. What's that? This the saying that leads to the most regrets is have no regrets. Really? <laughs> that, that's what you're saying. If you actually live that as a philosophy, you will have more regrets than anybody else. Yes. Because it's it's just well, it is. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. You yeah. can't choose. The things that you will end up feeling guilt and regret for, you can either choose to do them or not do them. But the whether or not you'll end up feeling regret, you're, it's gonna, you know, you can't avoid that. And choosing what they mean by that, like you said, they mean 
just do it all just do it all experience everything that's the whole meaning of life which again is actually a philosophy in the bible that paul dealt with Mm. um and i won't get into that for now but they they, there was that philosophy that he dealt with that kind of taught the meaning of life as maximum pleasure just experience as many things as you can and and then there was another camp that was the Stoics, and they was like, no, the meaning of life is absolute subjection, no indulgence to the flesh, whatever. And he basically says, no, you're both wrong. Right. Jesus Christ is the meaning of life, and coming to know God is the meaning of life, and and you'll find more meaning in that life path than any of this junk we've talked about. I agree. So, yeah, let's encourage them to do that. Find well, the meaning of life in God. You won't find it anywhere else. Anything else you want to add to this? No. Now that we have lost all of our subscribers let's yeah <laughs> let's close it out well those that might stay will at least appreciate our thoughts probably yeah. you know they'll see that we have actually some substance to back the things that we say so yeah i say good talk good talk